that's good. I like that. <laughs> oh yeah, okay, that's yeah, good. I like that. Yeah, that's really good. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> On this episode of Big Drive Energy, we're gonna start out with some Valentine's Day related golf puns, and I'm gonna have Mitchell rate them on a scale of eagle to triple bogey, maybe even quadruple bogey if they're that bad. We're going to talk about Keegan Bradley's career. He's kind of had a little resurgence here lately, uh, won a major almost 12 years ago, so we'll talk a little bit about Keegs. Of course, we're going to recap the last two days at the Wasted Management Phoenix Open. Scotty Shuffler wins again, blah. And we're going to talk about Tiger Woods coming back to Riviera, a place he's never won a golf tournament. And this is all presented by our presenting sponsor, Pins and Aces. We saw a group of dudes all wearing the pins and aces Aztec shirt. Perfect uh, for the desert. Yeah, at the waste management. They could all find each other. They were very clear uh, t- to the group <laughs> where they were. Um, probably all of them were having a few million beers. I feel like group shirts are underrated. Like I, I kind of like that one. I've never been a part of the group shirt thing, so maybe I have FOMO. Gr- but like Group shirts are underrated, but... Family group shirts no, are the totally. cheesiest things in the world. Like your Christmas pajamas? Let's just keep going. Yeah, I mean, no, that's you don't wear that in public. Like if you wear you it, post the, it on Instagram. That's basically public. I mean, what? That's a different story. I'm talking about like when you wear a, you know, this is Margie Aunt Margie's 30, 60th birthday party, and you're all wearing the same shirt. Like on the a Bachelor Bachelorette trip. things. I'm not a huge. Uh, fan that's of more of a group. That's not a family. See, I don't like that either way. That they're always corny with some terrible lettering. Um, but let's get back to pins. And yeah, aces. there's a lot of corny shit, but pins and aces <laughs> is not corny. Uh, they just dropped actually a Valentine's Day collection. They got a paint splatter heart drip shirt. Uh, they've got a shirt with the little heart candies. I don't know what those are called, dude. I've we I was just talking about that with my girlfriend last night. Are those even called? Are they just called heart shaped candies? Yeah, I don't know. They're I, like Pez. I was but gonna not say Pez. sweet tarts. They're not sweet tarts. Yeah, they're just hearts. With, yeah. And uh, the pins and aces ones have fuck golf on some of them, which is actually <laughs> pretty awesome because it's so subtle. Um, but check out pinsandaces.com. Use our promo code BDE, and you're saving 15% off your entire order, plus free shipping. They got the liquor stick, the beer sleeve, and a whole new collection just for Valentine's Day. So make sure to get to the website, pinsandaces.com. Use the code BDE for 15% off and get some of that Valentine's Day gear before it is gone. Limited release. All right, let's tee it up. Hello, friends. Welcome to this tradition unlike any. <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day, champ. Happy Valentine's Day to you. What, uh, I know your your girl lives across the country, so no real plans for you, but... Yeah, I'm, I'm going to the Abs game? game with my buddy Ryder tonight, so a, a little boys' night on Valentine's. 
I do feel bad, but also my girlfriend is in that into Valentine's Day. Um, like I've sent her flowers multiple times and she always loves it, but she's like, you really don't have to keep like sending me flowers and I don't want to be that guy that sends too many flowers. That's a trap, dude. Yeah, I, I did not. The you don't have to send me. No, you don't have I to mean, do I, this. that's a trap. I did. I So it kind of sucks because the two things I got her for Valentine's Day got there early. Um, one was like customized Oreos, which were super cool. You can go on to Oreos website and customize them. No free ads. What did you put on there? Oh, it was just Are said like happy say- Valentine's. Uh, like, or you can even put like your picture, like a picture of you two on an Oreo. We, I didn't do that. That's that sounds insane. How much did that cost? It was like forty bucks for a dozen Oreos. I I mean, I mean that's reasonable. It's yeah, a, that's, like that's re- you know, that it's a reasonable. gift, and you customize it. Like they had, dude, and they actually tasted like those fucking frosted animal crackers because you could put the little um, sprinkles. You could put like sprinkles around the edge, and you could dip them like they were like white chocolate dipped. And it was funny because they got there so early. I was in New Jersey at the time when they got there, which was like two weeks ago. Jesus. Va- Dude, oh, I Valentine's didn't know. Day gift you, you, know when you, you know when you order shit and they're like, oh, it's two months out. You know what I mean? I was like, these things could take forever. So I ordered them. They said it was going to be like eight to ten days to create. took like three. And then they got there in like two days. So I, I initially wanted to ship these like two and a half weeks ago. They got there like a week and a half ago. So whatever. Um, but they Impressive were stuff. They were Oreo. fire. Yeah. And then I also got her. She's a big friends fan, like whose girlfriend slash significant other doesn't like friends. Um, that's just universal uh, base. Very basic. Is that the most universally liked show in the world? I would think f- either that or like the office. What what would you say? I mean, I would say more females are just like everybody falls asleep watching friends. You know, I don't think I've ever actually watched a full episode of either. I the Office yeah, or Friends. I know, and I think that's like a really hot take for us. Like, I I think we're in the minority there for sure. I've never really watched The Office. I never really thought it was that funny. I actually think the British version of The Office is funnier. Ricky Gervais cracks me the fuck up. Um, but yeah, Friends. I'm 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 kind of like I've watched a few episodes to the point where I'm not really invested, and I don't really know everybody's names. Um, but there's candles, uh, and I, I'm not going to give the brand a shout out. It doesn't really matter, but they make, they, they do a lot of like collaborations and shit and they made like a central perk candle, the, the coffee shop, coffee shop that they all have coffee at. Oh yeah. So it had like kind of a, a cool, like New York city logo on the front and it says central perk. And then I actually got the candle engraved on the back of it. So, um, I'm kind of extra, but I'm also not that extra, like. Because she just doesn't... Well, well actually, this is kind of genius. Um, she does love Chicago deep dish pizza. So when did I when did I get that for her? Does the candle smell like pizza? No, no, no. The candle smells like coffee, actually, which oh, is okay. fire. All right, that's but well But I'm done. trying to think of another time I was getting her, her a gift. Um, I got her... Uh, I ordered her two Chicago deep dish pizzas from Lou Malnati's delivered to her place like frozen and then you just throw them in the oven and it's like fucking straight from and that was like 80 bucks for two pretty good sized pizzas so that's really not that expensive either but i thought that was pretty cool um is that like a famous pizza place? you've never heard of lou malnati's no it's like one of the most famous deep dish pizza places in chicago oh i'm not i'm not a big pizza guy so i'm really yeah well you you're dairy intolerant so that probably does it yeah like, although pizza 
With pizza with no cheese? Oh, Are you fire? You're fucking psycho, dude. That's so, basically no. It's so that's good. basically fucking marinara bread. That sounds disgusting. No, because you talk add, about heartburn. You add the toppings like oh, sausage, buddy, pepperoni, just, no great marinara sauce, dough, which I'm not supposed to eat dough any, any either. But sometimes, what are you supposed to eat? Vegetables, <laughs> some meat, meat, meat and vegetables, meat and vegetables. I probably should be eating that too. Potatoes. But that's not exactly what I'm eating. Yeah, I cooked um, up some fire steaks last night, and I'm still thinking about. I it. I actually had steak last night myself. Um, what you? What kind of cuts? Uh, I always get you always cut, get yourself a ribeye, ribeye and a filet, a New York strip. Oh, okay. I'm a filet guy. Yeah, I cook them in the air fryer, which is fire. Oh, and I know you're gonna hate that, but fuck, they're so good. We've never had this discussion, but where does everybody stand with cooking a steak in an air fryer? Air fryer cooks in. That's the most man. hillbilly shit. No, it's not hillbilly. I mean, it does cook it. Like that's like putting your steak next to like a bug zapper and being like, cook it. D- like. I I <laughs> bet you you could taste two different steaks. You actually air made fried me a pork grilled. chop in an air fryer once, and it was pretty good. See, I, you just have to try it. That's the thing. I I have to trick Mitchell into trying the food that I eat that's different than his, and then see, not telling him that it's it's currently. I'm, I'm like a dog like that has the pills grass, and the cheese. Yeah, and then he's fine. No, but, then, but you will give me credit whenever you give me some gluten free, dairy free bullshit. I can tell. Yeah, he like, usually sniffs it out pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> He's got a pretty I got, good eye. I got a great nose he's for gluten. He's got a great nose for the for the snacks. Uh, I'm like, this is dairy free, gluten free. Yeah, Spencer's what, like, what fuck. is this nonsense? I'm like, yeah, I yeah. Think it tastes pretty good, but I'm kind of used to it. Real quick, what did you? Since we're probably not going to release this till tomorrow, what'd you get Kylie for? Oh, this is kind of an interesting scenario because it's like if I'm saying it, but I haven't given it to her. Correct, but. It's a it's a back to the future type thing. If she listens to this, but are you know. put? We're not going to put this out tonight, are we? I thought we were putting it out tomorrow. Probably, probably put it out tomorrow. Yeah. So I got her a little little wristband. It's not the right word. Neck, not necklace. <laughs> wristband, bracelet. That's oh, the word. oh wow, bracelet. Okay. Uh, that says Sawyer, our future kid's name on it, but it also has her birthstone on it. What's her birthstone? March. <laughs> I don't fucking. You don't. Know. You how do, no. How do I you order it. Like you, uh, what it month was she born? March. It's <laughs> fucking. I feel, shout uh, out to this website. Very easy to order. <laughs> I don't um, fucking know. I. I but, okay. Yeah, okay. So and then and then you're going to Washington Grill. Wa- Washington Park Grill. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah. A little nice little spot. For some reason, we, I was going to say Capitol Hill Grill. Is no, there Cap- such a there is a Capitol Grill. Capitol. No. Okay. Yeah. yeah that's fire. a steakhouse. But Washington Park Grill. I've actually. So we is that kinda, down off like South Gaylord area? I think it's just by Washington Park. Yeah, I think. yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> hence the name. But you don't no. know what the fuck you're like. What's going on? <laughs> no, not really, dude. I've had quite the day, and honestly, like thinking, like I've I gave so many. You're people, just rubbing your two brain cells together yeah, so fucking, fucking hard. Fucking friction. They're just bur- Valentine's they're just Day out. friction. Just getting after it. But I've given. People like it, I think this is a universal thing for me. There's I think there's specific phrases for each person, but when you're just straight up not listening to what somebody says, I'm in. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, that's that's mine. Oh, for that's, sure. Like not mine only, but that's what I attend to. And like I've given so many people the oh, that's crazy today because yeah. I've just been off work and, and, and doing all this shit and fucking you do that to me all the time like i just know you're not listening to what i'm saying so i just don't really talk to you yeah well so in our trip to arizona we, we were in the car for 12 hours 
And Mitchell... 24 total 24 hours. total, yeah. We drove a day to down, stay three. Back. But the... Mitchell acts like he's listening, but you say something to him, and then he's on his phone, and then about 10, 10 seconds goes by, enough to make it awkward. And then he goes... I'm I'm sorry, and then like says like half of what you just said, and then doesn't get the point. So sometimes, well, sometimes I need to process. No, you're not process. You're processing the other thing you were doing. I'm in the I'm in the back room getting processed. But see, it's such it's such a double standard because you just flat out won't like. I'll be like talking to you, and you won't even acknowledge it. Oh, but I don't care. That's the thing. <laughs> I don't. No, I'm saying I don't care that you do that to me. No, but I the get, only reason I get annoyed that you chirp me about it because you do it. That's a golden rule for you folks. If you ever want to be my friend, <laughs> just follow the golden rule. Another thing that happened is Mitchell fucking talks when I'm driving all the time about everything, and I you didn't text say a, when you're driving. I didn't about say everything. a word the entire seven to eight hours total, nine hours that he was driving on the entire trip. Didn't say a word. Why? Didn't say, you need to get off here. Didn't say, oh, you need to slow down. You need to speed up. Second I'm driving, he's just, hey, this this is the speed limit. Hey, this is, hey, this. I'm like, oh, my God. Dude. Buddy, okay, so you were going 100 miles an hour in a 75. Yeah, it was chill. Like, it was dark. That's and not chill. Going. That, okay, I was just trying to help you not get pulled over. But whatever. I well, I didn't get pulled. I over. drive well more within the law than you do, so that's the fucking difference. That's why you don't have to chirp me if I if I had if I was fucking yeah we ass had facing the driver's seat <laughs> texting had, and fucking eating animal crackers. Then you'd probably want to say something. We had semi trucks passing us on the left when Mitch was driving. Oh, that's um, fucking bullshit. No, <laughs> I go eighty. I go eighty to eighty five in a seventy five. You go fucking ninety five or seventy two. Yeah, when you're not paying attention, it's, that's fucking it, no in between. It averages to about eighty. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's get Jesus into this. Christ, let's get into some Valentine's Day golf puns. Okay. Oh. So you're gonna rate these from. Let's go quadruple bogey being that's like. Can I guess the first one without seeing it? Yes, I'd tap that. Um, kind of. That's that, it. I that's have a shirt that says that. I know. That's why I was just like, "What am I gonna hear?" No. So we'll we'll just do it on the cheesy scale. So uh, quadruple bogey is like super cheesy. Like these are all cheesy. Let's let's keep that yeah, in mind. But, but like, like actually well clever. done or yeah yeah exactly. All right. So you are terrific. T e. That's fucking. That's a double bogey. That's lame. Not even a quadruple. Like quadruple bogey. I mean, that's finish. not like the lamest, but that's up there. Okay, you're well above par. See, that's always confusing because above par, below it's a par, double entendre. Is that what it's actually? I have no. Yeah, clue. you have no fucking idea. <laughs> I, I think was, I was. I think a double entendre a, is when something means two things, which that, that means does two things. You're yeah. well above par. You give that to somebody. They're like, they don't play golf. They're like, hey, I'm great. You suck at golf. Yeah, but, but you're a great person. You're well above par on a personal level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because above par is generally good in everything but golf. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like you could sneakily be like, you're you're shitty in as a human because you're well above par. You're not a part of But see, nobody's going to interpret it like that. But um, that's why it's a double entendre. <laughs> entendre? A double um, entendre. That is, that is a long-running thing that I feel like I always fuck up, is when I'm talking about a PJ Tour leaderboard, like saying they're higher on the leaderboard, does that mean they're closer to the top? To me, is the mean... top of the leaderboard the lowest player? <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Like, it, or 
have you ever done that where you're like, they should be lower on the leaderboard? Like, they should be more under par. So it's like two things at the same time. You're like, are they more under par so they're higher on the leaderboard? It's going in opposite directions. Yes. You feel me? That's the way. Uh, higher on higher on the leaderboard means you're closer to winning. Okay. That's how I... Yeah. That's my interpretation. For of sure. Scenario. But then in my mind, like, I just see this cartoon arrow going up, and I'm like, you're an idiot. Like, I don't know. Do you, do you get what I'm saying? It's just... It kind of, and then same thing with like, oh, you know, in golf terms, you're well below par. Like that's a compliment in golf terms, right? But in real life, you're you're shitty. Like people hate you. Yeah, if you said you're, if you got told you're like you're, you're a very below par friend. Yeah, then like, you're Spencer's like, a very below par brother. <laughs> but and I'm not talking about golf. It's, uh, that, that that's how I interpreted it. So. <laughs> oh, okay. You you take it however you want. All right. Here's a good one. You are my hole in one. That means a few ways a lot. to interpret it. That inter, interpret it. Yeah. That, interpret that. Um, you're you're my ace. You're my ace in the hole. I I mean, I don't hate it. I don't think a non golfer would really understand it. Well, I no. See, I think I actually think a hole in one is. Like universally, the, the universally understood best thing in golf may or may not actually be, but I think to the outsider that, you know, yeah, no, you could be right. I'm not quite sure, but it's not terrible. All right. Here's a good one. Cause I always love the dirty ones. Those are my favorite. If you don't play golf on Valentine's day, I'll let you stick one in my hole. <laughs> That's really sounds more like that a on threat Etsy. than a fucking if you don't play golf on Valentine's Day, I'll... Oh. Okay. It's... <laughs> what do you... I was going to say this is typically, but then... You know. What? Uh, no, we'll, we'll talk off air. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. So that's more from... <laughs> you never know. That's I'm, what I, w- I okay, wasn't I'm, saying. <laughs> God damn it. I'm, okay. Cut it. All right. <laughs> all right. Cool. Radio silence. But all right. The next one. Golf and sex... About the only two things that you can enjoy and not be good at them. Happy Valentine's Day. That, if it's a cute card, but, but if it's you a give fact. that to your, well, Oh, yes. you're insinuating they suck at sex. <laughs> and golf. Yeah, that's fucking rough. That is a rough. I say pizza's like sex. Even when it's not good, it's still good. You know what I mean? Like shitty pizza, still pizza. Um, I'd say there's more levels to golf. Like shitty golf is not fun. Like, I don't think. Unless you're just blacking out, like yeah, it's having, all. Rel- I think it's all. It's, relative, it's definitely dude. all relative, but like shitty golf for anybody relative to their game is not fun. No, you feel re- me? Yeah, yeah. That's, relative not, shitty golf yeah, is, is to, not fun. to anybody's game. Like if you're if you average about a hundred and you shoot one twenty, that you're not having a good time. Unless you're playing golf with your dream foursome, like fucking Barack Obama and Rihanna and. Who knows who else? Kanye? No, whoa, that never mind. That went bad. Yeah, that. Dude, honestly, uh, fucking trust tree here. When Rihanna started singing all of the lights at the Super Bowl halftime show, I thought Kanye was coming out. Did you ever, did that ever pop in your mind? No. And I was like, mostly bold. because I didn't even realize he was in the song until like it started. All of the lights is Twitter. that. It's a great song. See, but I, they're like Kanye had some bangers when we were in middle school, high school. It's just me just not knowing again. Just you being of. ambivalent to, or, um, What's the word? Not ambivalent. Kind of ambivalent. Like, you just don't care about... Yeah, I just... Yeah, I'm very ambivalent to life. (laughs) Just kind of take it or leave it in general. Here's another one. 
You're my forever love. That's clever. That's a birdie. Yeah. Oh. F O R E. Ever. But see, that's the only tough. Th- okay. So is is there an apo- uh, a dash? Dash. Nice dash. An apostrophe. Fucking idiot. I haven't oh, taken yeah, grammar that's... since third grade. Okay. It's not an apostrophe. Um, but that is, I would say that's one of the better ones. Yeah. That that is a solid one. Uh, you suit me to a T. Not horrible. Um, um, that's about a par. Pu- uh, well, yeah. And then they, there's two of these, like putter. Putter be mine, Valentine. You suit me to a T. It's it's a vintage one. Putter be also mine. On Pinterest. Hmm. Um. But yeah. So there's some there's some good. Uh, Valentine. What is the Day worst puns. one you've seen? Like that you've read and you didn't haven't said, but. Oh like, uh, no, that's pretty. There's not very many of many golf Valentine's Day puns. Here's another one. To ask you for your heart, Valentine. For. Uh, yeah. You know, just just some classic. Oh, Valentine's Day punnage. I do like a good Valentine's Day card in general. Um, let me see this. Let yeah, see. I do feel We bad. can pretty much say anything on the podcast. Um, <laughs> so we have a group text, and this one guy, single dude, he said I his Valentine's Day card was Bill Nye, and it said, I'd periodically do you on a table. <laughs> just Clever, very you know, clever. just like some... Some good little comedy from yeah, the Valentine's some, Day I card? would say clean fun, but that's not really... I mean, it's clean, relatively. Like, that could have been a lot worse. Yeah, um, relatively speaking, it's But it's yeah, cool. all the... Okay, so also, let's just... I know this isn't really golf, but what are your feelings on, like, posting your significant other for, like, Valentine's Day on Instagram? Because um, I've been kind of... Like, I see everybody's doing it, and I haven't done it, and my girlfriend hasn't done it. But we also, I'm not trying to act like we're better than everyone, but we don't. You better than me, dude? You fucking better than me? Um, but I also feel like if one doesn't, the other doesn't do it, then it's, you know, a yeah, tough Yeah, it's scene. like a forced post. If you see your girl yeah. like, tag you, you're or like, like, you got tagged in an Instagram post, you're like, fuck, now yeah, I gotta do it. Or you hit him with the repost, which I feel like is just Just post it on your own story? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's what, like solid. That's easy. Like, take that's theirs easy and fix. just post the exact, but it has like the text they've written and all that, like. I don't know if that's. Um, I feel like that's a little disrespectful to the one that originally posted it. Like you're not creative enough to, and you can't take time out of your day to fucking come up with something to say about me. Yeah, I per, my personal feelings on it. Like, I think that's a couple years into a fresh relationship type of scenario. Yeah, not necessarily married. Like, I'm married now and. Like our our wedding anniversary is actually in like twelve yeah. days, so I'm like, I, I'm not gonna is post twelve. No, it's four. Oh, you got 12. married on twenty six. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 12. So like, for some reason, I was thinking my mind's kind of there, making sure I'm locked in on that date. And so Valentine's Day to me is like a Valentine is someone you like a wife isn't a. <laughs> yeah, probably, your wife's your Valentine. Your wife is your forever Back that forever Back it up. Valentine. Back. But. No, I I just don't think from a from a posting perspective and a, like an over celebrating it perspective. Yeah, I think once you're kind like of like everybody knows and, yeah. we're married. Like, but yeah. it's it's a great great chance to let the one know that shoot you're your interested. Yeah. yeah, shoot great shoot your shot day for sure. It's an ultimate. But like, if it's a picture of the two of you at like a random party and she doesn't really know you and you post it, then that's a little weird. Well, yeah, you can't be doing it, that. You got to be like a kind situation of, shift. Kind of psycho behavior Kind of that. trying to take that jump into the relationship. You yeah, if I mean? you post a picture of you two, yeah. No, it's got to be like you have to have taken I it. I think it's psycho shit when like 
celebrities, or like people act like a celebrity is their fucking Valentine. Oh yeah, that's there's got to be some name. Dude, there it was so cringy. That. I saw fucking this girl, um, <laughs> comp fucking comma this girl, uh, um, she was getting like a jersey signed by like Connor Bedard, and she was probably like fourteen or fifteen. Um, and he's like 17, which is weird. Because, oh yeah. That's awkward. And the mom goes, you ha- don't you have something to ask him? He's like, she's like, oh yeah, will you be my Valentine? And he's like, uh, <laughs> like, and, yeah, and the mom goes, just say yes. Just say, and I'm like, this is so weird. And he goes, yeah. And like, sure. And she was like, ah, and then they just like left. I'm like, what's the point? Yeah. I, <laughs> I don't know. That's just weird to me. I that's, sh- I like I get very starstruck. Not not as much anymore. More I've chilled out. You, I think you can attest to that. But I've yeah, never a little bit. I've never been like outwardly starstruck to where like I freaked out or like I were cried you fangirled or, over someone? Yeah, like I'm like inside. Like I'm like, oh my god, that's that's really fucking cool. That's this guy. This guy. You know, that's that's who's the person. last person you saw that you felt like that? Oh man. Uh, I feel like. At waste management, like seeing Rory this yeah, past Rory, weekend, Rory's like just definitely seeing him that. in person, you're just kind of like, holy shit. Cause he's, first of all, you guys, every golfer on the PGA Tour is half the size you imagine them. Yeah, there's not big not dudes to scale, but they look like me, but thinner. Yeah, but they're short. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. They're, you're, they're not tall. Yeah. And they're not tall. Short yeah, kings. Yeah. But the uh, professional golfers, like, and then you got some huge dudes like well, John Robbins. I mean, big dude. but yeah, you look at like Rory. He looks like he's six foot on TV. He's like 5'8. Yeah. Same with Justin Thomas. Um, Justin Thomas is a miniature human. Yeah. No, it's like Brian Gay is like tiny. He's like shorter than me. Like, yeah. Not, and I'm not saying I'm tiny, tiny. Like, there's five. I'm, I'm like 5'8, five, 5'7 five, in that ballpark. So I'm not 5'2. And there's nobody on tour that's five foot two, but it's more like that five five to five ten range where you they look like on TV they're like six one six foot, and then you see them in real life and they're just not. Do you consider yourself short? Um. Wow. All right. <laughs> Average height. Uh, I typed in American man height. But it says human, then doesn't give us Americans. So human, what do you think the average human height is? For a male or male a female? And a f- you can give me both. I got both of them right here. I'd say there. male. That's so hard. I'd say male's like 5'9 to 5'10, and female's like 5'3 to 5'5. Five five. Okay, male, 5'6. Great for me. Women, 5'2. Great. That's awesome. Yeah, so that's kind of shocking. My girlfriend's 5'1, 5'. But oh yeah, so I call her a little nugget because she's just a little nugget, just a little miniature human. <laughs> um, medical news today in 2017: the average male in the United States measured 69 inches. Nice, five <laughs> five nine five nine <laughs> 69 nice inches. <laughs> um, so that yeah, that's okay. Just, yeah, well, I mean, so I'm probably a little shorter than the average male in the United States. I really don't give a fuck. I don't. <laughs> Like, yeah, no, we're I'm, learning I'm something. Cool. Every, I'm, I'm just cool. glad I'm cool that enough. I kind of learned that. That's kind of fun. Yeah, congrats, dude. You're above <laughs> your, you got dad's jeans. Yeah, I did. Good for you. Yeah, they're they're ripped. They're old. <laughs> you have some, you have some muscular legs. And that, no, that was like everything a jean, up top. That oh, was like a jean joke. Like, like ripped jeans? Like literal ripped jeans. Oh, like there's issues yeah. with those jeans. No, no, like physical jeans. So you missed it. 
I did. Will you walk me the through The best it? jokes are always the ones that have to be explained. Yeah, no, they it just wasn't that good. The jeans are ripped. Yeah, like I wasn't saying I have bad G-E-N-E-S. I'm saying I had bad old J-E-A-N-S. Yeah, that wasn't a good Ew, joke. Okay. All right, um, all right. Should, moving on. We're going to get this show okay, back on should track. Okay, should we get into golf? Yeah, let's talk about the Waste Management Phoenix Open. I've got some interesting facts and stats um, that I'm going to throw me, at you. Okay. Or you, you, or you well, go. go off, I just want to get out of the way. <laughs> I just want to get out of the way. Um, I absolutely fucking hate the drop that Scotty Scheffler got on seven, 16. Um, that bugs the fuck out of me because he did not have a good lie. He and he and honestly, it was kind of a non-point. I don't really know. Um, because he hit it to like 12 feet, but then he made the 12 footer for par. So he probably could have hit it to 12 feet from that original lie. I just think it's so shitty that like you actually catch a bad lie in the rough and that's where it's sitting. But, oh, you get relief to over here because it's up near the grandstands. Like, I don't think people understand. Was this, this was on Sunday? Yeah. All right. Well, on a full yearly basis, like how many great, how many strokes the grandstands save tour professionals? You know what I mean? Grandstands on the hot seat. Well, yeah, fucking think about think about like eighteen at Torrey Pines. Those dudes can blow it into the grandstands all the fucking time. Take a drop, drop, make birdie. If you're playing that with no grandstands, you blow it over the green. You're in the parking lot. You're making seven. Like that. You know what? I I just don't like that. And I know that's for spectators and whatever. But and not to have people all the time to be able to go find your ball if it's in the fucking fescue or be like, spot your ball right here. There is a lot of advantages to being out on the PGA Tour. Like, once you get there, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, that I think to, your, to that point that the most strokes saved on the PGA Tour from a regular golfer is purely the, the spotters. Yeah. I Like, don't get me wrong. I don't hit it as far as Scotty Scheffler does or as crisp as a guy like Rory or Xander Schauffele. But overall, I do not see how they ever lose a ball, and they they rarely do. Oh, like, exactly. They never lose a ball, and they always know exactly what to do, and there's rules officials around. Um, it's Well, what did you think of Xander's drop then? Lo- I loved it because he was my pick, but what did were, you think about this? Wasn't he in the there? bunker? No, so... You know that little cutout area on the right of 15, par 5? Yeah. Has, like, grass, and then there's some sand, and there's those little trees? Yeah. So he was oh, directly oh. behind the tree. That was in the desert. That wasn't... Was that no, on it 15? was in between. Yeah, it was, it was either 13 or 15, one of the two. It was a par 5, because he ended up making, making birdie. Bur- okay, but that was the one where his ball was sitting directly behind the trunk Correct. of the tree. And he, he said he was in a vole hole. He, or his, an, he was his standing stand, yes. in a burrowing animal hole. Took two rules officials, maybe rules officials are on the hot seat, but the second rules official came over and allowed him to get a free yeah. drop and be able to and pitch th- out. That was actually a point of topic on social media. Like somebody goes, if that was Bryson or Patrick Reed, we wouldn't hear the end of it. You know what I mean? And I think that actually kind of comes with the reputation. Like Xander doesn't have that reputation. There's going to be rulings guys get in their favor occasionally that if you remember long enough ago, I think down in Tucson it was when Tiger was playing the match play. It's the old Boulder one where his ball's behind. No, that a bol- was at Waste Management. Was it at, mm-hmm. at Waste? Okay, it was either I couldn't remember if it was Phoenix or Tucson. Whatever. Um, but yeah, technically, boulders are movable objects. So he got twelve dudes to push this boulder out of the way, 
and that's kind of a workaround. You know what I mean? No, you're not going to get your three hammered buddies to be like, oh, yeah, I'll help you move this fucking two-ton rock out of your way to save you a stroke. That doesn't happen to your average golfer. So there is, like, workarounds like that. But, yeah, that was definitely a, a pretty pretty generous uh drop by xander and i loved it but that see that just that goes on on the tour like all the time so i don't think it it's really and not necessarily to benefit you but sometimes it does um so you know it's just kind of the the rub as they would say rub of the green yeah that's like a literal golf term we learned that in school did you rub of the green yeah it's in like the rules books Oh, I just thought that was like a general life term. No, rub of the green it. is a legitimate rule book term for like a sorry, we, like you can't do anything about that. Oh, okay, just yeah, that's just the, yeah, that's that's what I mean. Yeah, okay, that's but it's so in that's the rules a golf term. Yeah. yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. Isn't that wild. Yeah. So you just got like stymied. You're yeah. fucked. So uh, a couple other interesting things from the tournament. Of course, everybody's hammered. We all know that. Um, Maverick McNeely on Thursday, super windy. He. Putted the ball, or yeah, putted the ball into the water. So this is just taking you through the scenario. Seventeen. He puts the ball into the water. Okay. He degrading, dr- deg- oh, demeaning. The most demeaning thing in, in the game of golf. You're taking a drop on a putting green as a as a tour pro. Exactly. Bad look. Puts it in the water. Drops chips chips it in for bogey. Oh. So basically, like a That's clean a little tour, putt. Yeah. But then he withdrew. <laughs> Pretty much he goes, fuck it, right I'm after. Out. Fuck yeah. it, I'm out. When you put Could, a ball into the water, you're couldn't just Couldn't even play 18? He was on 17? I think he just, played 18 and then with Oh, uh, okay, so okay. He's quit, he batted a quick bogey out there in 18 and then with Yeah. Um, oh, dude, who was the player that was really dialed in on uh, 16, almost made two hole-in-ones? Mm, Adam Hadwin. Adam Hadwin. Yeah, he hit a couple of really, really good shots. Unfortunately, you saw no hole-in-ones on 16, Ricky made a hole in one on seven. Yeah, two hundred and fifteen yards. Yeah, exactly. Like that's not an easy hole, and I think a lot of people um, underestimated because in years past, I don't know if I remember the greens being this firm and fast at the Phoenix Open. Do you remember that? Because they were fucking fast and hard. I I think the wind played a huge part in that. Yeah, the wind really not dr- that wind dried him out for sure. Yeah, you're 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 right about that because. I mean, you saw Ricky's. There, these dudes are hitting towering five, six irons, fucking 150 feet in the air, and they're still landing them ten yards short of their target. You know, they're they're picking landing spots well short of their target, which generally a PJ Tour player doesn't does not do unless it's very, very firm. So I was honestly pretty impressed that the scores got as low as they did, given given the wind conditions and the firmness of the course. But honestly, like in terms of a tour style course, that course is not very hard. It's got a couple long par fours that are kind of uphill um, that make it a little bit more difficult, but the par fives are all very gettable. The par threes are pretty gettable and like one and two are easy par fours. Uh, We saw a lot of guys start two under through three, three under through three, you know, there there's stretches of that course that are very, very gettable. So I guess kind of in between, like they could have gone lower, but the conditions kind of stopped them from doing that. Um, yeah, well, and of course, being an elevated event, awesome turnout by the players. And I think they like it as a nice break to the typical PGA Tour week, if you will. Uh, I loved it. Of course, the players love it. Um, Ryan Palmer really leans into that. If you, I don't know if you saw 
couple Instagram posts. Yeah, he was chucking balls with $10 bills wrapped around him, right? Yeah, and, and rubber it said, like, go buy a beer. A beer. Yeah. Um, somebody, like, replied to that and was like, he must not know the prices of beer at the Waste Management <laughs> Phoenix Open. Like, that'll get you a water. That that would get you, like, a That would get you two latte. bottles of water. Uh, yeah, that that was, like, $10, $10 for a beer. Yeah. But does Ryan Palmer not know tipping culture? You got to tip 50% of beer now. Five, <laughs> $5 a beer, bud. Yeah. 15 bucks. Exactly. <laughs> Coors Field prices. Dude, I where was I? I was at the airport. And like a self-serve kiosk, self-checkout, asked, showed me where I could tip. I'm like, who am I tipping? There's nobody here. That is actually outstanding. Yeah, that, that's it's gone too far. That's just gone too far. Yeah. Um, I'm always like... It's so interesting to me. I, I can company. never not tip, though. No, I, for I sure. Know. Like, Noodles & Company. I walk in. The lady asks me what I want. Like, I, I just don't know where it's going. That's my problem is when I... Like, if I can tip somebody directly, like, is this just my money going into thin air? Like, into the stratosphere? You know what I mean? That's... And I'm a huge advocate of tipping. I worked in the service industry, so I know what that story is like. Um I always tip 20 to 30 to 40%, depending on how good the service is. Minimum's 20. But, like, at a fast food place, why am I, you know? Yeah, it's, it is tough. It's If you can make more money working at Starbucks than you can an actual real job, then there's an issue. Oh, so working at Starbucks isn't a real job. Well, I'm, I'm oh, God, no, I didn't mean that. Fuck. <laughs> I meant, like, a, a, a nine-to-five office job. Right. Like, if you, it, just with the tipping culture, like, there's people making fucking 50 to 70 bucks an hour. And there's not very many actual nine to fivers where you can go find like with, you know, intermediate skills, no college degree, whatever, and go f make, do something that makes you 50, 70 bucks an hour. Yeah. It, it is getting that the self-serve kiosk thing is fucking hilarious. Yeah. I got a, that would be, I'd be a hard zero. Yeah. I got a water and like a fucking bag of chips and it was, Oh, dude, and the water was like $8 for a fucking... Oh, yeah, they've got I mean, trapped. I got like Icelandic glacial because it's a little extra. Um, great water, but it was like $12. It was like $12 for like a bag of chips and a fucking bottle of water, and they're like 20%. I'm like, for what? That Yeah, that yeah, that was a little over the line. That's pretty insane. Um, during the tournament, there was a streaker. Greatest scenario of all time, dude. We were we walking were, behind him, and we I we had him in our fucking cross. I was like, the whole dude, day. this guy's mullet is fucking legendary. He yeah. had a great, great luscious locks. He had fucking, I don't know, did he change his pants or did he just hike those puppies up? No, those just got hiked up because he had some short. Running. Yeah, he had some pretty short jean shorts on. Yeah, jorts, like, it, and then in his fucking back, the paint on his <laughs> yeah, back, the nineteenth hole pointing to his ass. I, I think that oh was my God. um a a kind of a calling or not a calling card that was a ode an ode or a, a testament to um the streaker when john daly won the pga championship do you remember that at crooked stick i remember there it, was a streaker not. on the green and i think that's what it had on his back was like the 19th hole pointing towards his chili ring <laughs> <laughs> yeah what a um, legend though just the best part is is he made it all the way through 16 he stripper pole danced on the 16th green made it through to 17 how did he run did he run through the tunnel and nobody Ran stopped through him. the player tunnel all the way down 17 and belly flopped into the lake that by is 17. that's just shitty security like for as many people as they got around how does somebody not lay him fucking brian erlacher i'm sure was there you oh my god i'd love to see brian erlacher just blow him up like blindside his ass yeah 
Um, but he yeah, made it cops, a minute. All the cops are standing around just like laughing and like looking at him. It's like, is that really funny? I mean, it was it was hilarious, yeah. but it's not a cop's job to think that's funny. Right. You agree? Well, what's funny is funny, clearly. Well, but then did, did you see it like when he his swam? His mugshot was hilarious. Well, his mugshot was great, but when he swam to the cops. Yeah, that was like he's giving himself up. He's yeah, he's like throwing right. in the towel. Um, but in hindsight, he looked like he could do like we should have known we had a menace on our hands when we saw him. Yeah, we should have just this dude's him gonna the whole do day. something today. Like <laughs> this dude's gonna be a difference maker today. <laughs> X factor. This dude's gonna be a problem. <laughs> and he that was, was. That was, but so no, good. that was. And we fucking missed it. That was like the whole one last year. We the the day we left. What was it, an hour later after we left? Yeah, on Friday. Yeah, we were inside the ropes. Fucking not a big deal. Whatever. Um, and he would have walked right. We were on fucking sixteen seventeen. Yeah, like he would have ran by us if we would have gotten that footage. We'd gone viral. Yeah, we would have been. I mean, we've gone viral on TikTok. We would have been viral boys. I mean, viral boys. Oh God, don't fucking get into that. Um, some other super interesting facts. Oh, um, <laughs> I just was, let's hear the super inter- fact checking. All right, uh, Harris English on on the sixth hole made a one hundred foot and three inch putt. I think how, how many putts on tour have been made of a hundred feet? I think I ever? heard this. It's like eight, four, four. Okay, and two of them are at waste management. Oh wow! So what green was this on? Like, number six. Oh uh, yeah, we never really saw it. <laughs> We didn't really get out there, no. Um, but they do have very like wide greens out there, so I could yeah, see could, that. You could see 100. Yeah, feet. big greens. Uh, 16 on Saturday. No hole-in-one, of course. We did lose our bet on the DraftKings Sportsbook. I'm sorry, y'all. Was that, I just couldn't I take... was just curious. Was that a bet to only on 16? Yes. Because that would have been great if people would have cashed on Ricky Fowler. Right. But we ta- I talked about this. A hole-in-one pre-bet in the tournament. In the tournament in general, what do you think it was? Oh, was? it was like minus minus one sixty five. Yeah, that's a waste of money. Yeah, I was like, there's no one, way. and yeah. it was from two twenty out. Like that's not a right. re- that's not a a fucking popular thing. Yeah, I just wanted there to be some action. I wanted there to be some action on sixteen. Um, addicted to the action responsibly. On Saturday, they finally the last shot was the closest of the day. Uh, Adam had one. Yeah, it's like what a foot. Yeah, a foot, and then John Rahm made two, so they just showered the green. They're like, "Fuck it, this is the last group." They yeah. they had it all day. They were they were cornholing their beers. They were waiting <laughs> for a fucking time to do it. Well, and so they no were, one gave it to them. We talked about this. They were giving people plastic cups um, instead of so you couldn't throw cans, damage the green. Um, but I saw cans out there still. Like I don't know, maybe if the I think the people in that were like the the stand, uh, what would you call them? The the concessions people in the stands, like walking with the the fucking. I'm just struggling. Uh, the things wrapped around them, like the mobile people. <laughs> I, I don't know what those are called. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. But you but know they, what I'm those, saying? Yeah. Those. I people. think they were handing out cans, so I still saw quite a few cans. Man, what a mistake! If those people are handing out cans, that's literally the exact opposite of the point. Yeah, uh, but. Dude, that is one thing I will say is there's so many people at that event that it didn't feel like it doesn't feel like anybody's ever on the same page. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. From concessions to security to this. Like we tried to get into 16 last week on Wednesday. They wouldn't let us in. They let Saul in with the same exact credential. The ne- uh, And then on Friday, they let us in. No problem. Like and actually, luckily enough. Steve Garcia is the guy's name that's buddies with Vic. Oh, okay. That recognized us. 
he's the he was he's the head of PJ Tour security for the entire PJ Tour. Oh, geez. Yeah, yeah, and he lives here in Colorado. Oh, shit. Um, he was a former deputy or former Denver cop. Okay. Um, and now he's the head of PJ Tour security. Damn, so what a job. It was. Luckily, he knew us because he was kicking everybody out of 16. Like, we were just standing there kind of probably looking like goobers, like in our, you know, we're not your typical journalists. I mean, we're not fucking journalists. Let's just be real. Um, We're standing in our pins and aces shit and like, we don't look bad, but we don't, we we don't have the Peter Millar fucking quarter zip and the, you know, the, the on cloud shoes and the press slacks, like every other fucking journalist out there. But he recognized us, and we bullshitted with him for a minute, and he let us hang out. So maybe, I mean, if we had one connection out there that whole day, that was probably it. Like, and we didn't even know, like, he came up to us, and he recognized us, and we didn't really recognize him. And then he started, like, talking shit about us, and then I was like, oh, you're this guy. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's super cool, though. Cool. So that that was a, a very cool thing. Yeah, and 16 was a riot, of course, the whole week. But uh, Saturday alone, there was 108 arrests at the Waste Management and 58 people ejected. That almost feels low. It does feel low. But I feel like people kind of watch out for the group. You always know you got that one guy in the group that's probably going to be on that. Did you see that video that was posted on Instagram where it was like his buddy was getting like interrogated by the cops? He's like, shut the fuck up. Brennan, shut the fuck up. Don't Don't say another word. And, and it's the like, kid's just like, yeah, the back kid's just forward. trying not to throw up on the cop in front of him. Like, who the fuck knows? I would love to have a, a fucking mic on that just to hear what got them in that situation. Oh, yeah. Um, but that is the one thing that's just cringe to me. And maybe just because I wasn't hammered. But like people yell the stupidest shit. There's actually a dude next to us that was pretty funny on 12. It was Siwoo Kim. He had the sweater on and he hits a pretty good shot. And he's like. This boy hot. It's, it's that sweater. sweater. <laughs> it's it, on our TikTok. Make sure you're following us at yeah, Big Drive Energy. Yeah, follow us on TikTok. Um, and Instagram. One of the craziest things, and I don't know if you have anything else on the waste management, because this kind of was my segue. I have one last thing. Okay. So this this golf tournament, we know it's loud. We know it's crazy. It's so loud and so crazy in most of the course that Golf Digest wrote an article about where to go to be have it be quiet. And the 13th <laughs> hole was the feature, and I was thinking, fuck, I didn't, we never went to the yeah. 13th hole. So it makes a lot of sense, but that would kind of going out past 12. Yeah. And those two, 13 and 14, kind of are I out feel by like, themselves. I feel like 3 through 6, 13, 14, those holes kind of further away from the clubhouse because um, all the drunk people can't walk that far. And do you know what's actually funny? We sat on that hill on 12. Did you see the video of the hill on 12? Was that what it was? That was the hill where everybody was eating shit. Like, we sat right there, and somebody sat there and just got a a video compilation of, like, all these chicks in their, you know, their whatever shoes they were wearing, fucking high heels at a golf tournament. They're just, like, feet going right out from under them, even some dudes right out from under them. So that was fucking great. I didn't realize that until afterwards. I was like, I didn't see anyone eat shit. But I almost say no. I did. actually we saw one dude eat shit. He, yeah, we saw people throw up, falling on throw up. Oh yeah, that was another. Only at the waste management. Hundred percent. Uh, real re- quick recap of our bets did not go well on the DraftKings sportsbook. Um, o four. Um, Xander didn't win. <laughs> so we're Tagala in the soggy sorrows right yeah, now. No hole in one on sixteen. Tom Kim didn't finish in the top ten. 
Um, you had a long shot. You had uh, Shane Lowry didn't even make the cut. Yeah, he and Justin Thomas actually close the closest of all of them. Yeah, and he was playing like shit for three and a half days basically, <laughs> and turned it the fuck. It was on. actually funny. I was talking to mom, and she goes, "What bets?" Because I was telling her about your Wyndham Clark bet that w- oh, we yeah. didn't put on the ticket, but that you hit for him to top ten, even though he's fucking T ten, which is a joke that they pay it out that way. But I was telling mom, I was like, "Why well, Justin Thomas to win? He finished fourth. And she was like, well, he must fucking suck or something like that. I'm like, mom, he finished fourth. Like, yeah, there's 130. She was just kidding. But it was just funny because it never felt like Justin Thomas had a chance of winning. And all of a sudden, I'm like, when I saw his name on the leaderboard, I'm like, is that Justin Thomas? Like, am I, do I have the right Thomas? Yeah. So, yeah. And in hindsight, she just bet Scheffler. I don't think, I think that's part of the reason I hate him the most. I don't think we've ever bet on him or I have. I, I spite bet him once when he after when he, he won like win. three straight times, then didn't win, then he won again. So, um, but you can bet on golf and any other sport with our great friends over at the DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, they got the NBA no sweat same game parlays where you get your bet, you get a bonus bet back if that bet doesn't hit. Uh, my Super Bowl bets started out hot. They started out on fire. I hit the coin toss tails. I hit. Um, Oh, what were some? Oh, I hit the the doink in the first quarter when Harrison Butker hit one off the edge. That um, was a big bet. There yep. was an uh, and so I hit those two kind of right off the jump. And there was one other bet that I can't remember now that I hit pretty quickly right away. And then all of a sudden it went completely downhill for me. I did not have a lot of Chiefs. Was so many Chiefs scored. Um, I I had a a scoring parlay, but I added a bunch of other shitty bets in there. So don't do that. Head over to the DraftKings Sportsbook and use the promo code DNVR at sign up. All new customers can bet five hundred dollars or bet five dollars and get two hundred dollars in bonus bets instantly at DraftKings Sportsbook, which is an official sports betting partner of the NBA with code DNVR. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions do apply. See show notes for details. Also want to talk to you guys about game time. You could have gotten into the waste management for about 150 bucks on Saturday or Sunday with game time. Uh, Sunday was probably uh, the best day to go in terms of Most just low key. golf watching and, oh, yeah, and seeing. Yeah. But the thing about Sunday that's different is Sunday you like know who's leading and they're not in a random spot. They're the last group. So if you actually want to watch the, the leaders, your crowd is you're constantly with a crowd all day. Uh, versus the fr- Thursday, Friday, it's a little less crowded than a Saturday. Saturday is by far the most fun day to go, but the worst day to go if you don't like crowds. And you could have got in with game time, saw all the fun, maybe gotten a $10 bill from Ryan Palmer, had some beers on 16, just enjoyed the entire atmosphere of the, st- of the stadium area, which is just unlike any other. But game time can get you into any of that, can get you to shows, it can get you to sporting events in your city. Make sure to check out the game time link in our description of the pod. Use that. Get yourself some tickets to a game or show that you want to go to. I love it. You know, we're big game goers, so if we don't have tickets, that's where we had game time. A hundred percent. Hundy P. Um so another this kind of got me thinking this is the basis of it. Uh, on 16, there was a pretty dirty chant about Keegan Bradley, and I don't know if I should repeat it or not. Um, it is from a movie, uh, Step Brothers, but... Keegan has a... <laughs> yeah. Keegan has a... Remi- <laughs> rhymes with China. <laughs> yes, but anywho. Um, and for a male. And it got me thinking, like, I think he finished top 10 this week, 
And so I was like, dude, it's crazy because I feel like it was a completely different lifetime he won the PGA Championship. Like, I th- you were a big that, fan of his then. Oh, no, Webb Simpson won a, a It was 11. Club. I think it was 2011. Are See you me? asking where it was? Yeah. I, I think it was at Oakland Country Club in um, Atlanta. That sounds right. Atlanta's definitely the city. Yeah. Yeah, I was a big Keegan Bradley guy. We were both yeah, Cleveland staff. Cleveland kind of tricks same, on. Kind of about the same level of play. But... Level I, of popularity. I, I just think, <laughs> I just think the dude doesn't get near enough love because I looked up his career earnings, and I told you earlier, but you guessed when I asked Spencer Keegan's career earnings, he said twenty three million. Um, he's earned thirty five million dollars on tour, which pretty fucking good. Atlanta Athletic Club in Johns Creek. Oh, Georgia. athletic. Okay, not Oakland Athletic Club. Oakland's in like Pennsylvania or some shit. He won a on a three hole playoff with against, Duffner. Okay. Yeah, of course. I fucking know that. Um we actually did see Duff Daddy at the waste management too. But just when you look at like I guarantee you look up Jason Duffner's career earnings. I forgot to do that. But Duffner is nowhere near because it was kind of a culmination where these two dudes were virtual unknowns at that PGA championship. You remember that? Yeah. Well Duffner won the PGA two years later. Did he really oh, yeah he did. Yeah. Fuck. What what are his career earnings? You have shitty Wi-Fi? Come on, Google. This bootleg Wi-Fi. We're <laughs> <laughs> fucking... Uh, Saul called it that once, and I thought it was the funniest <laughs> thing I've ever heard. Because um, my Google Meet wasn't loading. <laughs> Come on, dude. But uh, I just think that Keegan gets very, uh, like, kind of overshadowed by... 29.8 million. Okay, so Duffner's close then. I didn't think he'd be that high either. Because they're just two dudes you don't hear their name very often, you know? And they're still out on tour. And I'd say that's some pretty good longevity, like 12 years on the PGA Tour. And I don't think either of them have ever lost status. Um, they Didn't Keegan have an injury scenario for a while? I think Keegan had like a wrist back, or... Back a, injury, I want to say. Maybe. I, I don't know. But I just wanted to give Keegan a, a little bit of shine because that dude just golfs his ball. He's... Year in, year out, one of the best ball strikers on tour. Um, and he's actually figured out his putting, too. I think he's top 50 in strokes gained tee to green. Well, he, he has the... Yeah, he's got the, the, the weird one, side like, eye. Side eye with your... Looking like you and you're fucking hammered. The side eye with your dominant eye. Yeah. And then he's also does... Is it the aim waggle. point? Oh, he does the aim point, too. Is aim point when you do the, the fingers? Splits? Yeah, no. What's when you do the splits? Oh, no, that's also your... aim point, okay. yes. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, he's um, he was doing the splits over his line on a putt. We watched him on 10, so. Yeah. Uh, so he's uh, he's just a, a grinder, man. I really respect, like, there's a lot of guys you don't hear their name week in and week out, and they're making a fucking great living and just, like, having the best time ever. Um, but then, so I guess there was... I want to talk about this quickly because we're going on forever here. But, like, everybody was saying when we saw Nick Taylor in contention basically lost to Scotty Scheffler coming down the stretch, finished second, everybody's like, this dude looks like my fucking typical, like, country club plus two. You know what I mean? And so then all these PGA Tour, the PGA Tour brigade comes on to the, uh, onto the scene. Trevor Immelman was like, he'd fucking hog tie your fucking plus. He didn't actually say it, but... <laughs> he'd fucking put him in a blender like and which i do agree with don't get me wrong but graham delette i I was reading some of his tweets fucking graham delette's a legend canadian uh sasky boy i think's in his twitter bio he's a boise state guy he won a few times i think he may have won the phoenix open at some point um or whatever Uh, that sound right but he uh wow look at me go um somebody asked him like what do you think 
handicap wise you would need to be at to compete on the PGA Tour? Like handicap from your home club. Guess can you guess what? Plus nine, plus ten, plus seven. So, which is fucking b- bananas. Like I got to a plus four, and that's where a lot of like younger kids. I felt like when I got to a plus four, I felt like I could go out and compete. Obviously, I didn't improve from there. I got worse and developed a drinking problem. So, so I got significantly worse. But you're supposed to get better from plus four. I did not. Um, but yeah, like plus seven's pretty fucking insane. To I, I I don't know if there's any amateur. There's a few amateurs, but very very rare. Um, but yeah, other than that, I think that kind of covers the Keegan Bradley thing. Let's talk about Tiger Riviera quickly. Um, he came out in his press conference today and said that I wouldn't be out here if I didn't feel like I could beat everyone. That's his mantra, dude. Yeah. That's literally, like, he said that more than 100 times in his career. And then he goes and shoots 85, acts like his leg's broken, withdraws. Like, oh, so you're not tossing a little uh, little tiger on Yeah, I get, look at the odds. because that's plus 17,000. Oh, my God. That's going to get so heavily bet if he wins. There might be fucking some sportsbook shutting down in Vegas. Yeah. Did you hear that happen? Yeah. They if you would have won No, no, like this past weekend. Oh yeah, at a uh, bunch of one of our friends was Caesars. Yeah, one of our friends was out in Vegas and said uh, a bunch of the sports books and their computers shut down and so nobody could cash out and nobody could place their bets, which is hilarious. Yeah, that's uh, um, that's, that's a, a tough scene big, for them. Big swing and a miss there. <laughs> For them yeah, on Super Bowl weekend. Talk about a black eye. Yeah, he's plus 15,000. Same odds as Denny McCarthy, Billy Horschel, Kurt Kitayama, and Sam Ryder, and Scott Stallings. Oh, so, I mean, not plus crazy. 1,200 to top 10. Oh, that might be God, spring. Yeah. yeah, that's just throwing I'm money. That's just lighting money on fire. Oh, ti- uh, DraftKings does have Tiger Woods to make the cut boosted to plus 200. Oh, that's actually worth the worth the action. Yeah, and then he's still gonna go shoot eighty four both days. Yeah, they know. Like Riviera, they know. Riviera is not the place to come back. Like when your game's a little shaky, those fucking greens are super tough. The elevation change, you got to work the ball. Um, Remember who won here last year, Mister Skeleton Boy? <laughs> who was it? Walking Neiman. Oh, that's who it was. Yeah, I, he reminds me of like a salamander because he just like. <laughs> He just bent like he's Gumby Bendy. Like he, you see him at impact, and his neck is like in his asshole. Well, and like, you can like see he's his just, ribs in his shirt. Yeah, he's very, very thin. He looks, he looks like he's like seventeen, which he's not that far off. He's like twenty one now. Um, so I guess he's a grown ass man already winning, making more money in his life in his last two years than I'll make in a lifetime. But that's beside the point. Um, but yeah, that. Okay, so I was going to say it was somebody that went to live. I remember Dustin Johnson always played well with this course, so that's out. Um, <laughs> the last two winners out. Yeah. But the one guy that's playing really good in California right now. Max Homa? Yeah. Yeah, I think you got to ride the Homa train. He did fly commercial to from Phoenix to L.A. He was, like, live tweeting it. And I was like, dude, how... Like, I think you're at the PJ point. I think Homa needs to be in a PJ. Oh, 100%. How do you not have a NetJets, a fucking... How do you not have a sponsor to be in a PJ? He's... Think of all the peasants, all the hungover Eagles and Chiefs fans, mostly Chiefs fans, because I hate them all. All those peasants flocking around the airport, probably getting a little hair of the dog, hitting the bar at 10 a.m. on Monday morning. 
and in walks Max Homa, the winningest tour player in the last two years on the PGA Tour. You know, it's fucking pretty wild. So he's staying humble. He's staying hungry, which I respect. He, he hasn't gotten a big head about him. Um, but that that is just, I think, the worst possible day to fucking fly commercial. The day after the Super Bowl in the city of the Super Bowl, I'd rather drive. <laughs> yeah, oh, 100%. Yeah. And let me tell you, it's with Spencer, it wasn't that fun. <laughs> no, yeah, we actually had a pretty good time. No, it was a great time. Yeah. We both enjoyed it. I feared for my life a few times, but only when Spencer was driving. <laughs> That's fucked up. Yeah, whatever. Um, you got anything on Tiger? But, you... No, it's just good to see him back. Um, I hope he doesn't completely dominate the coverage. He probably will, but also a very star-studded field. You know, Rom, Homa, Scotty Shuffler is going to be there. Finau, Shoffley, Spieth, McElroy, Morikawa, Holland, Cantlay. So, I mean, it's just stacked Thomas. as fuck. Yeah, so it's a it's a great leaderboard, and and will be another great. Ter- I I do like watching the Genesis a lot. I don't oh, know do why. You, the, like, the there's property. some courses that I like to look at and like yeah. to like kind of see, and then Genesis at Riviera is one of those. It's is a great. Tra- what's the course? I may be getting off topic here. The par, the first hole is a par five that's like straight off the fucking map. That's is that Riviera. Riviera? Yeah. yeah, this is one of my faves. Yeah, this is yeah. a great one. You yeah. can start out with just like an eagle. The, yeah, they've got like seven iron in on on the par five, yeah. and they you, there's a quite a few eagles. There's a quite a few eagles. There's a man, there's quite a few <laughs> eagles on the, the first um, hole. Yeah, there's just a lot of scoring it's a opportunities. Me, it's a me, a Mario. Uh, but then on eighteen, like. 18's a tough finishing like straight hole. Straight up the fucking and hill, And then it right? bottlenecks and doglegs right, and then you kind of have to fade the approach shot, and then the entire green works left to right. So it's a there's some skullduggery afoot there. It's a fucking tough hole to, to finish on. And then the par threes out there are really good too. I don't think they're too long, but there's definitely like, that's a really cool, for me being such a California hater, Riviera is a very cool piece of property. Like I would... I would love to go play Riviera. That's that's without a question um, a spot that I would play at. So, shoot, yeah, it's definitely going to be a fun week. Are we doing picks? Yeah, let's do our picks. So I am going to exit my top. I'm going to go out of my top tw- 10 pick this week, and I'm going to go a winner, uh, a prop, and uh top 20. So my winner is going to be... God, am I gonna sit here in a week and say I should have picked Scott Pickin? Should have picked Scotty Scheffler? I hope not. Uh, my winner this week is going to be Colin Morikawa plus two thousand. Damn, I like that. I I think him not making the cut. He got an extra couple days to go to, get to California. I didn't have to stress. Um, that usually can be good or bad. You know, they could be looking at an, a, a down tick in the game, if you will. But waste management is just the one where you saw so many big names miss the cut and not play well. Rory didn't play well. Colin didn't play well. Patrick Cantley missed the cut. So a lot of those guys just kind of, you know, that course is very specific. And I mean, shit, that was Scotty's first ever win. And then he rattled off four of six. So Scotty's clearly good there. We yeah. clearly, that was a clear oversight on our minds <laughs> in hate for him. Um, so Fucking I'm gonna take Buzz Lightyear looking motherfucker. I'm gonna take Colin Morikawa plus two thousand. Okay, and then to top twenty, uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna give a little plus odds here. I'm gonna go with Will Zalatoris plus one sixty five. Will's already like hurt that. me this year. Um, I'm hurt by him, but 
hopefully he can round back into form. He didn't play last week in the Phoenix Open, so probably stayed in the California area, I'm guessing. Um, and then I'm going to boost the – I'm going to do it. Uh, my prop bet, Tiger Woods plus 200 to make the cut. Boosted I like that. The yeah. Okay. Like, I, I just like, I mean plus odds for him to make the cut. They gotta think he sucks. Yeah, like, like somebody. It's gonna be a it's gonna be an accomplishment for him to make the cut. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. Um, yeah, but so yeah, I, I don't mind that. I don't hate that. Okay, um, for my picks, I so I'm gonna go winner, top ten long shot, and do whatever you want. You can do boy. whatever the fuck you want. Um, I'm gonna go Cameron Young top ten. Plus 350. The dude is still yet to win on the PGA Tour, but he cranks out top 10s like it's his fucking job. Even top fives. Um, So you can sprinkle, he's plus 350 top 10, plus 750 top five. I kind of like that. And I think he played pretty well on the Asian Tour. He was over in in Asia these last couple weeks. Played pretty well over there. Um, So top 10. Travel doesn't, doesn't scare you? No. Dude, at that point, I think he goes west to east. Oh, yeah, he's just so far around the world. It's a short flight. Yeah, he's on the opposite side of the world. All um, right, so we go Cam Young, top 10. Cam Young, top 10. I feel like I got to do Homa to win at plus 2,000. You would just feel silly if he won. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's what I can't do it. I can't keep doing it. Um, And then if we're going plus 5,000 or more... Tyrrell Hatton. It's a great pick. That he played great last week, kind of stumbled into the clubhouse, but plus five thousand. I really like those odds. Um, and I think he could have another good week. So Yeah, he had a weird day on Sunday. He was like up and down making a shit. Yeah, at one point he was at twelve under and then he was at eight under, and I'm like, where the fuck's he going? (laughs) Yeah, he was all over the board. And what do you end up at? Like eleven or ten? Yeah, I think right around ten. So he top tend it. Yeah. Not played well him. Player. Player. He needs to be mic'd up every round. Like yeah. that just needs to be a thing. Yeah, they need to get him on the whole PGA tour, like whole mic'd up. Like not just the like hot mic caddy scenario. Like they just need to walk around. I would pay while. fifty bucks a weekend to listen to just his commentary. Yeah, it's great. Piss myself fucking Yeah. Oh we we uh the Max Homa club throw. Oh great. I thought that was awesome. Just Absolute two handed toss. And he tweeted, he's like, How can I look less cool? I'm like, dude, I respect that. Like, I don't think you looked stupid. Yeah. I, just the fucking jamming in the ground. Like, exactly. That feels so good. Oh, um, so We also relieving. saw Jeff Riley, who is uh, was a coach out at uh, one of the high schools in Parker, close to us. Oh, his team oh, would yeah, always yeah, practice yeah. Um, at Spring Valley back in the day. And one of his kids is Calum Terran's caddy now. So that's, that's a cool yeah, scenario. Cool like connection. maybe Jeff, if you want, you know, get Callum on our podcast. I would be yeah, in for that. That'd be awesome. Uh, we would appreciate it. Love tour guys. <laughs> Love getting tour guys on. We've had so many on that it's just like I know it's blasphemous. I don't know if we can handle it. Yeah. Like you know, but we'll we'll make an effort. We'll give it a shot. Yeah. Um, anything else? I don't think so. I'm going to the Avs game tonight. Hopefully, beat the brakes off the Lightning. Yeah, they little Stanley Cup final. They rematch. destroyed us last week. Yeah, so. that's why I think we need to rip them a new one in Ball Arena. Yeah, it's time. It, it is time. All right. Well, you guys all have a great weekend. Enjoy the Genesis Open. Uh, first Sunday without football and no baseball yet. So golf, basketball, hockey, Sunday, golf, golf. Yes, that is peak. 
It is peak. It, it is this just is like, the peak time of year yeah, for golf. Yeah, because golf is like the if you like it, it's the longest sporting event too. You can start watching it at like 10 a.m. till like four or five p.m. Yeah. When, the, when the leaders finish. And then so. you can. It's one of those sports where you can kind of like go make a sandwich. Like you don't feel like you know you, you can kind of it can be on and you can be doing things. Yeah, but you can still You're not catch. Gonna miss anything. Yeah, or if you do, you kind of like it's not over. Like you can't miss the 18th hole of the leaders. Yeah, but you can miss throughout most of the, the day, yeah. like the middle of the front nine. Nobody gives a baker's fuck about it. And I mean, you could watch something magnificent, or you could go mow your lawn. I mean, <laughs> probably not in February, but you know that's the thing is you just have it on TV. You catch bits and pieces, and then when it gets down to crunch time, you fucking get locked in. Yeah, it's just good. Pour yourself some vodka the whole way. Lock in. <laughs> Um, we appreciate you guys all tuning in. Make sure to follow us on all the socials at Big Drive Energy, at Big Drive Energy Pod on Instagram. I am Big Drive Spence. He is a Big Drive Mitch. We will catch you guys next week. Peace. Peace.